Listen in as Haley and Carissa, Fearless Soul podcast hosts, certified life coaches, and co-founders of Heart & Rooney share the secrets to igniting your fearless soul and getting clearly focused on your passion and purpose. Each episode was created to give you practical tools and inspiration to discover who you are at your deepest core and take massive action. Are you ready to open the door to your fearless soul? Welcome back to the Fearless Soul Podcast. We're super excited that you're joining us for our third episode. Today, we're actually going to be talking with Carissa a little bit about her life story um, and the different things that she's been going through in her life that's got her to the point that she is today. So I'm super excited. I hope you're all ready to go. Say hi, Carissa. Hi, I'm here. (laughs) I'm ready. (laughs) We're ready to go. So tell me a little bit about the experiences in your life Um, in your life story that have helped you to become passionate and get you to wanting to help people? Yeah. So I'll kind of go back to um, my childhood and start there and where everything began. So um, I grew up um, with both of my parents till about 10. And it was, you know, that picture perfect um, life. We lived on a hobby farm, had horses, every kind of animal that you could think of. Um, I had two other sisters, a little brother, and it was great until my parents got a divorce. And um, at, at the same time all of this was happening, my brother had burnt down our house. So it was like everything like went up in flames in our life. And I was so young, so, you know, you um, you just go with it. Um, but then my, my parents got a divorce. We were in and out of hotel rooms um, for a while. And then my mom remarried and my dad remarried and things had just kind of got rocky. My um, mom had traveled a lot with her jobs and like to be up north. So we had been in, I can't even remember, like seven, eight elementary schools mm-hmm. in a couple of years. And it was just so much change and, and so much um so much all over the place that I really, really desired to be consistent. I desired to... Um, I really craved wanting friends and not being the new person all the time. Mm-hmm. And so um, we, my dad got custody of us and we moved in with him uh, when I was 14 years old. And um, at that time... I didn't know that it was, you were 14 when all that happened. Yeah. Yep. Oh my gosh, how 14. funny. There's so many similarities, I feel yeah. like, in our stories. Yeah, there is. Yep. Yep. So 14 years old, I had moved in with my dad and... I I think I was just so excited because I had dreamt of the day I could live with my dad, have consistency, um, meet friends. So I started to meet friends and hang out with them. And I knew I was going to go from middle school into high school with them. And it was just excited me because I had never had that. I also was in public school, which I had been in a lot of um, Christian or private schools before. So just that whole experience, I was so excited for it. Well, I... Um, kind of had too much freedom and <laughs> I started lying a lot to my dad and to my parents and I would go to parties um I started drinking um and then I had met I had met a guy that was much older than me and he was I think I was 14 or 15 when it all started and then he was 21 and um I fell head over heels, madly infatuated with him. And, um, you know, he told me all the 
all the wonderful things about how he loved me and wanted to start a family with me. And, and I was really, really young. Um, but I, so I started this big old lie. My parents had found out that I was dating him and told me to stop the relationship. And I, I of course said I did yet I didn't. And I secretly kept, um, I snuck out. I would tell my dad I was going to a girlfriend's house and I would go to a party with him or spend the night with him. I had lied to my friend's parents about his age. It was just this big, big lie and I I didn't know how to get out of it or what to do. Um, but I continued, um, when I was 16, I got my license. So I continued to go to parties. I continued to be with him. Um, and it was at the end of that summer that I was 16, right after I had gotten my driver's license, um, and it was at the end of that summer that I just felt, um, that something wasn't right with me and I wasn't, I didn't know, um, I didn't, I didn't know all the symptoms, but I had a friend that was with me and was like, you need to go get a pregnancy test. I had missed my period. Um, and she told me to go get one. So I remember driving back and forth and back and forth from Walgreens, getting pregnancy test after pregnancy test. And every single one of them kept coming up positive. And I was 16 years old, um, in high school and I was pregnant and I didn't know what to do. Um, my world, like literally after, you know, partying, having fun, doing whatever you want, literally slowed down and came to a still and I was devastated. On top of all of this, the guy that I was with um, was, he had been with somebody before me and got charged as a sex offender and so he was in and out of jail through all of this um, and I hid that from everybody of course, um, but he was in and out of jail so it, he was there but wasn't there and it was just a big mess and um, so I denied being pregnant for months and then my stepmom had come to me and she obviously saw that my body was changing and um, and that I had you know I was growing <laughs> my belly was growing my bottom half was growing everything was growing and and I was sleeping a lot she had noticed that um, that it hadn't had my period and she, um, you know, sat me down and asked me if I was pregnant and I said, yeah. And, um, and that's kind of how, you know, it all came out, but I was at a place in my life where literally I didn't know what to do. Um, and I also throughout that pregnancy, throughout my pregnancy, I would get calls from girls saying, oh, I'm dating your boyfriend too and I'm having kids with him and we're starting a family and and I was just it was just such a mess and I was like literally had lost myself um through this time I had lost connection me and Haley were friends before that I had lost connection with her so I literally had nobody but myself and um and I didn't know what to do I, I literally had lost hope in my life but I um I eventually after my daughter was born and things weren't um things weren't going so well i had um broke things off with my boyfriend he was in prison at the t or towards that time i broke things off, off with him and um i started going my parents sat me down my family sat me down and were like hey you got two decisions either stay with him have this kind of life um, drop, I was going to drop out of high school, drop out of high school or, you know, get back, um, go back to school, go pursue the things that you wanted to pursue before, 
Um, I was, I've always been a dreamer. I've always been the person that was, you know, going to go to college, be the best one in my family and um, pursue uh, an amazing career. And I had let all that stuff go because of my circumstances and everything I had gone through with having a daughter at 16. So um, I decided as hard as it was that I was going to go back to high school. I was going to face going back and finish my and get my high school diploma and go to college and I actually was able to go PSEO where I reconnected with Haley um and we ended up going to the same college and um studying the same thing yeah studying the same thing we both studied psychology and um and you know having a daughter raising her my parents helped me through a lot of it um and then I uh, fast forward a little bit, um, met my husband while I was in college, but met him and I had believed and prayed for a father for my daughter and people would tell me like, oh, you're too young, you're not going to get married young, but I just knew in my heart that God was going to bring me a father for my daughter and, um, and a husband for me. And he did. He totally did. And I met the most amazing guy. We obviously have gone through troubles and trials and things in our life and it's not perfect um, but we have an amazing marriage and um, and I'm so grateful for that and um, so I finished up my degree after getting married um, and then I went on to grad school for marriage and family therapy um, and I've um, I started a cleaning business when I was in college and then um and then I, I still have it today, but I've done other jobs. Um, so that's that's really my story. Wow. Yeah. I like I feel a little speechless when I listen to your story, just because like I still like feel like I have to hold back tears just for you because I just feel I feel the emotion in in your story when you're talking about it, and I can go back and remember some of those situations yeah. too, and and um, seeing you go through them too. So that was. I'm sure so difficult for you. So tell me a little bit about um, what would you consider your biggest obstacles that you've been through in your life um, that you've had to overcome to get to where you are today? Yeah, so I would say, um, I generally say having my daughter was really a huge obstacle because I thought that because of my circumstances, I couldn't have the life I wanted. I thought in my head, I couldn't get married to the man of my dreams mm-hmm. because I am I have a child. Mm-hmm. I thought I couldn't meet friends um in church because they were all going to judge me because I had a, a kid and I wasn't married and I was young. Mm-hmm. Um and I thought that just everything, like it, even through th- different trials, different things in my life, like I think in my head, oh, because of this situation that I'm going through, I'm not going to be able to accomplish the things I want or do the things I want or have the life I want. Um, so I think those things were big obstacles and I've had to overcome those things throughout my life. Mm -hmm. Um, but I also would say my biggest obstacle has been the fear, um, just fear in general. And then the fear of what other people think of me Mm -hmm. and I've really battled and I think so many other people battle with it too, but I've really battled with, um, putting myself out there. I've battled with, um, doing things in my life because I'm so scared that other people are going to think I'm crazy or think Mm -hmm. I'm this or think I'm not qualified or Mm -hmm. whatever it might be. So I would say that's 
really the biggest thing. Yeah. And what ways do you think that that has actually held you back? Um, what things have it held you back from? You know, I, so even in my career, studying psychology, studying therapy, um, for a long time, I didn't think I was qualified. I, you know, have the degrees, I have the experience and I, um, you know, I have counseled people and I have that yet somehow in my head, I think people aren't going to think I'm qualified enough. Mm -hmm. I can't do this. And you know what? I have held myself back for so long because I've been fearful of that. And I finally have got to the place where I am like, absolutely not. I'm not letting the fear hold me back anymore. I am pushing forward and I'm doing this. And I know I'm qualified. Not only has God qualified me, but I do have the degrees. I do have the training. Mm -hmm. And so, um, yeah. Uh, I love that. So what ways, uh, in what ways were you able to overcome that? Or what did you do to help you overcome that fear? Um, So I've had to use different therapy techniques. Um, that I have learned throughout the years of my schooling. So I've used some of that. Um, I also just, I I think I got to a place in my mind where I was just fed up, Mm -hmm. so fed up with the fact that, um, that I've been held back for so long and Mm -hmm. I'm just not letting it hold me back anymore. Um, but as far as the techniques go, um, just really writing them out and figuring out if, what I'm telling myself is really true because a lot of times what we tell ourselves in our minds is not true or even talking, talking to you or talking to a friend about it and saying, Hey, is what I'm thinking in my head actually reality? Mm -hmm. Um, and so really talking it out with a coach or a friend, um, that's helped me a lot. Yeah. And I know we talk about this all the time, all the time, but words have so much power over our lives. And when you speak it into, into existence, whether it's positive or negative, like that's going to have an effect on you and your life and how you think about yourself or other people. Absolutely. So positive self-talk is so important. I know that's something that both of us are really excited about and passionate about. So tell me a little bit about some of the other passions and niches for lack of a better term that, that you have. Yeah. So just okay so I want to back up a little bit um the reason I I think the first question was what is your life story and what brought you to where you are today and what you want to do so because of all the things that I've gone through and overcome I was at I was in such a dark place and I used different techniques I used I did certain things in my life and took steps Mm -hmm. that brought me to where I am today to literally a healthy full happy joyful life Mm. it's not perfect Nobody's life is perfect, but I have I literally, I am so joyful and I'm happy with my life and I want other people to live that same way. Mm-hmm. And I, you know, we can hold ourselves back. We can think that this is the end of the road. Um, you know, even going through things in my marriage, it's like, oh my gosh, my life is over mm-hmm. and it's not. Um, so that's really really just teaching. I want to teach and help people and be there for them, hold them accountable. Um, and I want to help them create the life that they want. So my niche is, um, dreams and goals, personal development, dreams and goals, teaching you the steps on, um, the daily routines and the steps on how to accomplish your goals that you want and being very laser focused on it and taking action and holding you accountable. So that's really, um, that's really my niche, but at the same time, it's, it's life coaching. So, mm-hmm. um, whatever it is that you're, what, whatever it is that the person is struggling with or going through, I want to help through that. Awesome. That's awesome. So last question, what are you most excited about? 
so I'm so, so excited that we we are launching this podcast. I am also super, um, or have lost, launched this podcast. I'm also super excited about coaching people and helping and, um, and about the super fun groups we have coming up. So I'm just excited for this next season of life. Yes, me too. Um, so thanks for listening, everyone. I hope that you all got a lot out of Chris's story. And if you feel connected to her, feel free to reach out to her on Instagram or Facebook or whatever method that you want if you want to learn a little bit more. Um, but stay tuned because we will dive in even more in depth in some of our other podcasts on some different stuff with both her and I. Um, we're also planning on doing some really awesome interviews coming up. So um, thanks so much for listening. We appreciate it. If you liked this podcast, please go and rate us. Give us a five-star rating and subscribe. um, And follow us on our Instagram and social media pages. We're going to hopefully be posting a lot of content that you'll love. So thanks so much. Have a great day. Bye. Bye. Thanks for tuning in. If you enjoyed listening, we would love it if you went to iTunes and gave us a five-star rating and subscribe to our channel. Also, don't forget to check us out on social media at Heart and Rooney.